welcome to this exploration of an exciting and potentially revolutionary new propulsion concept that may help accelerate our journey to the stars. Please join us as we discuss scientific concepts in this forum we call Jets in Space. Jets in Space. This is episode three. Some say start with a why, but I felt the two previous episodes were needed as foundation prior to the why. Now with the basics out of the way, let's talk about the why. I agree with Elon Musk that our species is destined to be an interplanetary life form, and I feel called to contribute to this goal in my own little way. In my opinion, IEP would help decrease cost and improve overall access to extra earth activities. Number one, decreasing fuel costs. First and foremost, IAP technology, as described in previous episodes, could remove the current dependence upon chemical reaction rocketry as the main form of propulsion between two planetary bodies. For brute lifting power, rockets will remain the most likely method to lift objects off the surface of the earth into orbit. I have some ideas about IAP in low Earth orbit, but that will be explored in a later episode. Consider the Apollo missions. The Saturn V rocket was used to lift a smaller Saturn B section into orbit, and that vessel traveled to lunar orbit. What if, instead of a chemical rocket, we used IAP to get an already Earth-orbiting spacecraft into a lunar injection pathway? As IAP relies on electrical power, the craft would act like a tugboat, accelerating the lunar craft to escape velocity, traveling with the lunar craft into near lunar orbit, then decelerating the craft into lunar orbit. The IAP tugboat could travel back and forth from Earth orbit to lunar orbit thousands of times like a current day airliner. The savings on fuel cost would be astronomical, pun intended. Number two, logistical boom. IAP, in addition to being great, as an Earth-to-Lunar shuttle can also be used as a supply chain shuttle once colonies can be established on the Moon and other planetary bodies. Logistical support will be the lifeblood of colonies until they can be self-sufficient. If IAP shuttles are available, without concerns for fuel depots, a steady supply of materials and personnel can be transported by the IAP vehicles. And a quick shout-out to all my listeners that are experts in logistics. Number three, Probecraft. If you have seen the first Star Trek movie, you are familiar with the Voyager spacecraft. This probe used rocket technology to send it on a one-way trip to the ends of the galaxy. I'm actually curious as to the exact location of the Voyager spacecraft at the date of this recording. With IAP, a probecraft could have potentially unlimited supply of fuel until the hardware breaks down. Theoretically, as fuel is not a limiting factor, we could send the probe outwards for five years, then turn it around and bring it back in another five years, depending on the expected lifespan of the hardware. There's no more need for use and lose spacecraft that are the current standard. Number four, orbital repair and repositioning. I remember watching space shuttle missions where the shuttle would rendezvous with damaged satellites to repair and or reposition the orbiting craft, such as the Hubble telescope. With IAP, 
and its low fuel cost, a repair shuttle could be docked at a space station like the ISP, the International Space Station, and be available for any repair missions. We wouldn't need to get a repair crew all the way from Earth to the craft in need of repair. We would just have to get them to the ISP or other space station. Number five, mining. Natural resources outside of the Earth will be a major factor in the sustainability of interplanetary travel. The ability to refine metals off the surface of the Earth will directly impact interplanetary expansion. Our propulsion system will make mining operations more economically feasible for all the reasons mentioned above. In a later episode, we will discuss possible underwater applications for IAP as well. Some say, why don't we try to turn all airline jets into electric Tesla jets? If you look at the trend in the automotive world, it seems like every major car company has an electric car now. I truly hope we will have Tesla jets in the near future, but that technology won't help us in the vacuum of space directly. I want us to get to the stars, and IAP is more directly focused on this goal. As a side note, our podcast engineer sent me a report recently that we have episode downloads detected in Germany. Guten Tag und Dankeschön. We are excited about the international interest in IAP. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Jets in Space. There are numerous ways that you can help us out. Number one, you can subscribe to this podcast. Number two, you can check out our website, bellinaerospace.com. Number three, you can make a prototype IAP model at home. Number four, you can support us financially on Patreon at patreon backslash jetsinspace. Number five, tell your friends about us and send them to this podcast and our website. Number six, if you have friends and or family who work in the aerospace industry, talk to them about this concept and ask them to check out our materials as well. Number seven, help us find companies who make airtight containers, turbine engines, electric motors, and any manufacturers who may be able to help us move IAP forward. Number eight, I would love to interview aerospace engineers, aerospace enthusiasts, officials at NASA, SpaceX, anyone who can help us move our project forward. Number nine, if you know any investors, venture capitalists, sharks from the shark tank, please send them our way. We will be happy to let them invest in this project. And finally, number 10, as a Catholic Christian, I would also personally greatly appreciate your prayers for this endeavor. Until the next episode, let's dream of the stars. 